0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. My name is Angel and I am your host. I would like to extend to you this invitation to join me today on a journey of exploration, discovery and clarity with one of the many guests from the community who is committed to helping us all on our journey of spiritual transformation. Enjoy the show and be prepared to ask questions if you have them. Looking forward to seeing you today, tomorrow, and thereafter. Enjoy. Oh my goodness, good morning. Happy Sunday morning and welcome to October. It is such a thrill to be on at Spirit Talk Radio. I love being on with you in the morning. Our guest this morning is astrologer Kelly Chambers. We're waiting for her to dial in. I see many of you are waiting to get your your uh, advice and your information on a this morning. We do not have her here, kind of starting off our month kind of hinky. We didn't have our, our guest calling yesterday, and I would hate to have us have to uh, lose our guests today. If you have called in, please, um, Kelly, uh, make sure you're calling in from the number you registered from because we don't recognize your number from the um, for the people that are on the, switchboard, uh, please check your email so you can make sure you're dialing in on the correct information. Otherwise, uh, we are still waiting for Kelly to come in. I am happy to chat and talk about what's going on. If you have some questions or what's on your mind while waiting for Kelly, I am not doing readings this morning. I'm not prepared for that because of uh, this was going to be a guest show, but I'm happy to talk and see what we can do to get through what you got going on. Or maybe I'll pick up one of the callers. It'll be our guest. I'm going to go ahead and take a caller. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Who am I speaking to this morning? Hello, Angel,
2: it's Jay calling from
1: Canada. Hey, how are you this morning, Canada? Good, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Just, just you know, I, I have to admit to everyone, everybody says, why are you so happy? Well, first of all, I'm always happy. I, I, I'm the joyous life coach for a reason. I try to be as joyous as possible, as often as possible. But this is my favorite time of year. I love the fourth quarter. It's got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's and all the other fun stuff in there and it and it's a it's a it's a time to reflect and celebrate and I, I don't want us to be distracted by like the horrors of what's going on, uh to for, to forget this the, the 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 joy we should be in 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 relief in, in this time. So merry fourth quarter to everybody. Um what have you been up to my friend?
2: What I did is uh during the summertime I said, uh, uh, I decided to actually send some friends that I've got readings from on Blog Talk, other shows. And I sent them actually uh sage that I picked last year. And I did an informal ceremony and I did a video and edited it and put it together and, uh, yeah, I sent it to some people. Down in the United States, so went through customs, no problem. So they're all there except for one or two of them. But uh, it was actually fun and joy doing that. Just, just out of gratitude, it was it was really a nice experience doing that. All I said is I didn't want an email return of saying thank you because I'm not into email thank yous because it's not real. Eh? <laughs> but I, yeah, you know, I hear you. Things. So it's so good. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. Like something that, from
1: the heart is really wonderful. I think that's great. That's beautiful. it's really beautiful. I love it. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, that's what I did. And, uh, yeah, just keeping track of what's going on. But uh, my, uh, well, I actually went to my uh, – I was talking to my acupuncturist. She said, hey, how come you're not doing yoga right now? I said, no, no, I'm just enjoying summer right now because it was just a long winter and everything else going on. So in my winter months, you know, I'll hunker down and start getting into a routine and doing things. So, uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at so right, now. To... I'm in... right now. Just
1: in. That's where you're at right now? That's
2: yeah, good. being grateful for things right now. So I, you know, how does actually kind a question for you? This maybe how about when you say th- when you say three things you're grateful for every day, how does it change or set up the day or even the moment from that moment forward?
1: That's a really interesting question. Forward, so yeah. um, let me be very clear. And everybody's belief systems are different. So I have a lot of respect for everyone's belief system. And if you your system um, does not coincide with my system. There's no judgment. It's a beautiful thing. Everybody's different. So I'm just going to talk about the space that I'm in. That's my disclaimer. I always have a disclaimer. Um, you know, gratitude is a, is a special kind of energy. It's a special kind of space to be in. Um, it is um, a connection to the divine source, universal source, you know, whatever language you speak. It's a deep connection to the energy of creation when we are in gratitude and when we're in gratitude. So that's why you get so much when you say, thank you, somebody gives you something and you say, thank you. And I'm always coaching people to say, you know, often people give us stuff and say, no, 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 no. When somebody offers to give you something, your job is to say thank you and accept it so that they can receive the benefits of giving. And when you're in gratitude, when you're in a space of gratitude with the divine, what that creates is the same kind of energy, but it's a different type of synergy. So when I give you, um, you say that you're having a hard time and I come down, I give you a box of food and a hundred dollars and say, be okay. And you, you get teared. I say, thank you. Your life has just been blessed. But then I get the blessing of having, you know, paying it forward, which it opens up the universe to, to, to giving me kind of like, like playing a video game, kind of giving me some points towards just, just that, that life, Um, that life journey, whatever it is that you're, you're striving for. When you make that connection in the divine sense, you are connecting to the divine love and it opens your door to that soul purpose process. So the more that you are in, like you're in that space with God in a, in a little boat of love. Right. And you sit and you're like, I'm going to sit here. I'm grounding. I'm doing my morning ritual And I'm these. So now you're in spirit. You're you're sitting in spirit, and you say these are three things I'm I'm thankful for. And now you've started that connection directly to the source, which is like it's like plugging into your energy source and receiving love, receiving message, everything that you need, whatever you need to pursue what you're looking for. You're going to get directly because you've acknowledged you're in gratitude. It's the most blessed space to be in second only to forgiveness. Okay. So that's mm. what's different. And when we sit and we, and, and people, um, educate you or train you and they talk about saying three things they're thankful for, it's really about building a discipline that in your process, when you sit, that you include gratitude in your process. So it's not a a magic number. You know, a lot of people talk about it because of the trilogy, you know, all that's really beautiful. You can't can't say thank you enough. You know, you could sit there however many times you want to count it off. It's all beautiful. (laughs) But it's to build a discipline so that, you know, when you create a process, you get up in the morning, you have your morning process, whatever that process may be. And in that process, you should include gratitude and forgiveness. If you include gratitude and forgiveness while you're in spirit, in that connection, it opens up. You'll get, you know, if you're looking for clarity, you'll get clarity. If you're looking for prosperity, you'll get prosperity. You will open up because you're directly in the hands of God, and He's basically saying, "Well, what can I do for you?" That's what it is. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. How come it happens to older
2: people than maybe younger people? Or does it really matter? Age really really matter. I mean,
1: age doesn't matter. It's really about you mm. because there's the other. Okay. There's there's, the, there's there's a there's a couple of caveats in the contract, right? One of the caveats is you uh. got to mean it. Years ago, because I love horror movies. October, October, oh my God, Halloween horror movies. I love them. Not not the, this gory, bloody thing. I love the classic horror movies. You know? <laughs> Peter Cushing and all that. I love the classic horror movies. And there was a horror movie years ago about vampires, and it, had, it was that had um, Frank Langella Dracula. Frank Langella in it, and the guy got the cross, and he, the vampire, Dracula comes up and he holds the cross up to him. And Dracula takes his hand and sets it on fire. And he basically says, you have to believe in it. You can't just hold it there. you got to believe in it. Right? So Uh you have to be sincere. Uh And I love that scene because you can't just say, and here are the three things I was told to do by my guru. Uh, Thank you, God, for these things. I love them. And I forgive Aunt Jillian because she did that. And then, poof, magic happens. You have to be sincere. So I don't know that if um, what you're observing is as we get older, we tend to appreciate more than we are younger. But I know a lot of young people that have been through some stuff, and when they say I'm thankful, they're thankful. So it's about your sincerity and the filters that you have in the stories that you're telling when you're sitting down. Gratitude is the most divine, and forgiveness is the most divine. And it, it, sometimes you don't even have to say I'm thankful for these 16 things. Sometimes you just sit in a sincere space, and your eyes will up, and it's like, thank you. And that's a powerful, a powerful thing. So what you may be observing is just the lack of real appreciation, and you see it every day, right? My God, you should appreciate waking up in the morning, because that is the biggest blessing that you can have. So that's what you're observing. Sure. It's just the, the the lack of gratitude.
2: Yeah
1: a lack of gratitude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite, since we're waiting, I have nobody, I have nothing else to do here. I'm going to invite this, another caller here. Let's get somebody else to join our conversation. Good morning. Who, who are we speaking to? Hi, my name is Lisa. Oh, Hi. Lisa, there you are. Hi. You're just going to be part of our show now. Oh, dear. <laughs> How are you this morning? Very good, thank you. And you? I'm doing good, you know, I always believe things happen for a reason and in my processes is I just i you know part of the 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 um, yeah, part of the complications of life is is the challenge of being able to go with the flow and so it's interesting you know the show turns out to be the way it's supposed to be, and sometimes it's very focused on a practitioner sometimes it's very focused on a subject matter and so I love that you brought up gratitude because um I feel like that's, you know, one of the things that, that, that's wrong with us right now is that we aren't truly grateful. And it's almost like we become, we, we start, you know, prattling out our gratitude when we're at the point of desperation. And somebody says, be, be in gratitude. And we sit down and we start jotting things down and we start chanting. But gratitude should be something that you do every day, right? Don't you think?
0: I do. When I'm in trauma and drama, the last thing I think about is gratitude, and that's probably my problem. I love to walk outside and say, oh, thank you for the sky, thank you for the birds. But when I'm in a bad way, I just don't care. And I've had a tragedy. I've lost my medical service dog last week. And I said, I just don't know how to go on. And a friend said to me, you need to shut up. You've got more than most people in this life. And I thought, gosh, that's what I teach my students.
1: Wow, and Lisa, think, you've got some not so nice was, people in your space. You've got some not nice people in your space. <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought it was cruel
0: and harsh, and I was ashamed of myself for not oh being grateful. God. thank you. Oh, okay. I thought I was a terrible person because no. I
1: thought it was harsh. No, no, no. You were on. You were on yesterday, and you shared a story. I'm like, wow. You've got some not nice people in your space. So, one of the things that's important to me is that you need to lift your, 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 um, lift your line of sight to lift the level of the people that you deserve to have around you, because that's, that's not a friend that will look at you and, and say that, because even the most wealthy, most powerful person can have a moment of despair, it's you know, what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander, all the all the all the little colloquialisms. What I people can look at my life and say, God, you have a great life and I might have a moment of despair. And friendship is the person who puts your head on their shoulder and pats you on the back and says, They're there. They're there. Even though social distancing, you have to do it twelve, you know, six feet apart. Not, Oh my god, you suck, blah, 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 blah. And so first of all, that was not a good friend, so shake that off, because that's not a true comment that was as I said yesterday, that was a lie. Don't listen to lies. And number two, you don't have to have something you don't have to have something specific to point at, as we were talking about earlier. It's like you can create a list. You can say, "I'm grateful for these 16 things every day, and now you're just a robot talking about those 16 things. Sometimes you can just be grateful for a beating heart and blood flowing through your body and that you woke up today. If you've ever studied anatomy, the, the, the body is so complicated, it is a miracle that we wake up every day just based on the complications of what it means for the body to function. I'm grateful for that. Sometimes life is all you need to be grateful for and just say thank you, God, for life today. Thank you, God, for a healthy life today and today. And God will bless you. Don't worry about the things. And when you focus on the good things, the bad things don't seem so bad. Because they're all just things. It's like a buffet. You get to choose what you eat when you go to the buffet. You don't have to eat the icky thing. You can eat the delicious thing. You get to choose what life you're going to participate in. And for me, if I had walked in the room and said, oh, To my friend, quote-unquote friend, ah, it's really hard today. I got up. My car didn't start. My husband didn't say good morning, and my daughter just walked by, and she didn't say anything to me. I feel horrible. My friend looked at me like, you are a spoiled, sucky person. How dare you? There are people out there with real problems. I would say, huh, well, I don't know if you're the friend I thought you were, because that's what friends are for.
0: Wow. I have been feeling so ashamed that comment has been hitting me every second. That's why
1: people people hit us with right and left crosses and hooks and uppercuts all the time because of the stuff that they're going through. And there's a saying, we hurt the people we care about the most because someone we don't know or that we're not directly connected to won't let us get away with that nonsense. You can't just walk up to somebody at the train station and talk to them like that. They'll knock you down. So we tend to push that on the people we care about the most. And then on top of that, we all have these filters. So what happens is you see people for who they truly are as stress and all kinds of stuff starts to play in the conversation. So this is somebody that's perhaps been looking at you, perhaps they're jealous. There's all kinds of interesting things that might be the story. And I'm not going to say that that is because I'm not like doing a reading uh, on, on your relationship. I'm just trying to tell you that the most important person in your relationship is your relationship with yourself. That's the first thing that you have to have the best focus on to make sure you're healthy, to make sure you're happy, to make sure you're taken care of. You can't take care of anybody else till you're taken care of, right? And that is through your relationship with the divine, whatever you call it, if it's God, if it's the goddess, if it's Buddha, whoever you connect to, it's your relationship with the divine. And that's who you should connect with every day. And if you don't have anybody to talk to, Like I don't have people like to talk to because I counsel people every day. And even the closest people to me want to tap into that counseling support. So even if I'm talking to them, if I start talking to them about my needs, all of a sudden I find myself talking about their needs. I told the story yesterday about how I went for grief counseling. My mom died and I sat down and after 30 minutes in this session, I was coaching the counselor. That's the experience I have all the time. So I don't have a lot of people to like talk to, but I have God to talk to. And that's what the meditation and that's what the journaling, that's what that stuff is about. As you work through the stuff, you're going through some tough stuff right now. And it takes a little hunkering down to go through that stuff. So if you go through the stuff, you may need to work with yourself for a while first before you start opening up and talking to people. Because it's cruel. It's unkind. But it's true. Most people, if you talk to them and say, I lost my service dog, and they're going through stuff, they, they, they respond cruelly because they don't understand the need for a service dog does that make sense perfect sense and it's not and it's not that you're wrong it's the complete lack of empathy that we've that we've evolved into in our society today how much of how much of your life do you have to invest to look at that somebody and say I'm really sorry to hear that doesn't take much, just an ounce of your time. There's no, you don't even give up anything of yourself. You've lost no flesh. You've lost no money. You've lost nothing but to look at someone and say, I'm so sorry, give them a hug, blow them a kiss, send them a card or something to help them feel better, even if you don't understand why. But we've lost that capability in the space that we're in today. So as a result, we just bite at people. If you don't believe what I believe, too bad for you because we feel free to say whatever we want to say. And I was raised that you're polite. My my family's from the South. You don't just say what you want to say. You have to think about how people feel. And so you right now, they don't do that. Right now in the state that you're in, you need to take care of yourself. You know, don't look out for other people to help you right now until you find that connection to someone who's really able to give you what you need. And don't talk to that friend anymore about your personal stuff because clearly that person's not as connected to you as a friend as you as you thought they were.
0: Oh, I found out
1: I don't have any friends. <laughs> so as you as you lift up and you stand up, you will find more friends and you will find different friends. Because the friends that you have now are not those those true friends. They're adversaries and, and all that, like you're playing the game of thrones with these people, and you don't need to do that. You're just trying to live a life, and you're trying to create, and you're trying to grow, and you're trying to evolve. Get around people. Wouldn't you have, Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. Say, okay, I lost I lost my I lost my my pal in Canada. Well, what would you Wouldn't you agree with that? I agree Ready? with that. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> I'm just listening well it it's it, it's it's so um it's so hard to look at our society right now and and watch you know what's happening and 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 seeing how cool people are to each other and it people don't realize you know as a, as a as a child i was bullied and i cuz i was kind of a nerd and studied science and that was way uncool when i was coming up cuz i'm an exer and i remember how it felt um as a child and, 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 people don't know how hard it hits when they bite and they, and they stab with their words and words have power. They have energy and it can cause people to have all manner of reactions. And mental health is a big issue right now in our nation because people are in despair and they've been on lockdown and they're lonely and they're afraid and we should be kinder to each other we should be kinder to each other. You know, in my outside world, I work in fitness and we're trying to open up the gyms and people are either one or the other. They're happy to be back or they're mad. And it's like, I just work here, man. It's like the people that you encounter at the stores, they're just employees and they're scared because they're scared they're going to catch the disease. We should be kinder to each other. And that's what you're, you're receiving. You're receiving all these body blows from counselors and friends and healers that aren't resonating with what you're looking for so you're getting all this weird information and you're, and you're turning that weird information into a story about yourself. And the story is a lie. It's not true. And the only way you can turn off the lie is to turn off the conversation. Start having a conversation between you and the divine. Let the divine talk to you. Let the divine support you. Let the divine give you comfort. And then you can start reaching out because nobody's nobody's talking to you. You should see it this way. When somebody says something like that, rather than feeling horrible, consider the reveal. Like, huh, I never knew you were that guy. And just make a note on your list of friends and scratch them off, check them off, whatever, because that guy's not your friend anymore. Or at least they're not that deep friend you thought they were. They didn't have the connection that you thought. Because they're going to, when this is all done and everything kind of feels better, they're going to be back wanting your friendship. So what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Right. So like I always ask people this question, so what did you learn?
0: I learned I didn't have any friends.
1: I don't know that that's true. I don't know that it's such, so harsh to say you don't have any friends. I just think that guy's not your friend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Don't cast a filter on everybody, because these six people are jerks.
0: They were just honest enough to be that way. The rest of them haven't showed up. They've all disappeared, including my own aunt. Haven't heard from anybody.
1: Well, you know, it's tough out there. It's tough. That's what I mean. It's like, try not to make the story about what's wrong with you. It is tough out there. And everybody is scared and going through some stuff. Go ahead.
0: I'm the one who runs to everybody's door with a homemade blanket and cookies and a card and a hug. And I don't go in, I just go to their door and say, I'm here. I'm here if you need me. And I'm so sorry. And to have nobody show up, I'm like, huh, I have wasted my life.
1: Oh my gosh, what a statement! What a statement. So I'm going to tell you a story, and you've heard this story. We've all heard this story. There was a man a long time ago that gave of himself, gave everything. He paid the ultimate price. He paid the ultimate price for what? He paid the ultimate price for our freedom. He, that's really what he paid, so that we had the freedom to worship and exist the way God wanted us to worship exists. Who stood by his side? While he walked the earth, everybody, people followed him all over the place. They wanted to eat with him. They wanted to touch him. They wanted to be his friend. But when he stood in front of the judicial system, before they put him on the cross, who stood by his side? They hid. Nobody. They ran and they 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 hid. Okay? It takes courage. It takes courage, and a lot of times people don't have it. And that's the... That is the, the one attribute of, of, of the human existence that we are still wrestling with. It's our fear. It's our fear that turns us into who we are. So he, Jesus said, do not judge, let thee be judged. But he also said, forgive them, they know not what they do. So at the end of the day, he saw what this was. This wasn't a, this wasn't a conversation about how they felt about him. This was a conversation about their fear. This is a conversation about what they were afraid would spill off on them. Now, their story was a little harsher because they would have been crucified or they would have been beaten. But if you've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of times people are afraid that that chaos, so to speak, would spill off into them. Maybe she's going to ask for money. Maybe she's going to need this. Maybe she's going to need that. I don't have it. I don't want to. uh, I'm scared. I feel guilty because she gave and then I don't have anything to give and she's going to look at me because there, there, there's like a top five list of things people are most afraid of. And one of the things that people are most, like number one on the list is, Lisa, you do for me and then you're in need and I come visit to see if you're okay and you're in need and you ask and I cannot give. So I just hide. So I don't have to face that conversation. That is a human trait, and it's just an unfortunate, innocent, kind of like an auto-reflex, and it happens a lot. That's why people who give are often called you know, martyrs, because they give of themselves until there's nothing left, and nobody gives back, and so they just succumb to whatever it is that's, that, that they've got going on. So when you give, your responsibility is to give with no expectation of return. Which means I, that when return wait a minute. Which means that when there is no return, there's no judgment. It doesn't mean they're not your friends. They don't know how to show up. I and have so never
0: ever needed. what? I have never, I've never expected, never needed, never wanted anything back for what I did. I never expected anything ever. But this time, this time, I was in such a bad way. I was ready to leave the earth. And I just needed somebody, and
1: nobody. I so understand, Lisa. You have someone. So outside of everything, you have me. I'm right here with you. I am right here with you. But you also have God. My name is Angel Girl. No, angel Thacker. My website is angel Angel Thacker. You can see me. I'm right here, connected onto the radio, New New Age Spirit Radio. But, you know. To feel alone and in a lot of this is the condition that we're in and what I what I like to tell people in, in this in this space is that whatever you're feeling right now, it's being amplified. It's like it's got a booster on it. It's being amplified by this condition that we're in. And as a result the shadow forces are out there doing their thing, you know, they're out there trying to get us to to do everything to be in despair to, to pay the ultimate price. Um, a lot of people are near that space. And I, and I say to you this, the most precious gift that you have in this world, the most precious gift is the life that God gave you. It is, there's nothing else. We can do everything in this world. We can't create human life. That is a, a, a skill that is left to the, to the, to the creative of all things. Okay, And the only thing that you're asked is to live. You're not even required to acknowledge the creator of all life. Just ask to live, have free will, do whatever you want. That's the only thing we do right is whatever we want, right? He gave us free will, go forth and be fruitful, no judgment, right? So when you are in this space, there's only one place that is the ultimate support system, and how many people you talk to, and that is in the space, in the the hands, in the cup, in the seat, however you want to visualize it, with divine, because divine can comfort you. And I do want to say for you and anybody else who's listening, if you truly do feel that great despair, where you're considering leaving this planet, please reach out and talk to somebody. Do not let the shadow forces pull you over the veil when it's not your time. Do not let it happen. Nothing is worth that. Nothing is worth that. And if the people aren't there that you went out to support to hell with them, Move on. So when I say expect nothing from from people when you give, that's what this means. You gave to them, and now they're not there. Walk away. Spend some time on you. We spoke about this yesterday. I'm going to repeat it today. This is your time to spend with you. If you have the ability to reach out and find another animal, I would strongly encourage you to do it right away so that you can have some some, something to hold close to your heart. And there's also um, a need for you to let go, to let go of the stuff, past life and current life, that's shackling you. So I, I feel the first place that you go is what's wrong with me. I don't want you to do that anymore because there's nothing wrong with you. Girl, you're just like everybody else. We are all going through some stuff, and this is hard. People, you know, you want to just cry for no reason. It's like, this is ridiculous. This is the most undescribable circumstance to be in. And, you know, woke up the other you know, the morning and the president went into the hospital. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This is like I'm living in a science fiction movie. It's not you. It is not you. There are some practical things that you need to do, like knowing how to get the proper support so that you're, 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 you have the revenue to take care of yourself, but you need to sit down and, and filter out the naysayers, filter out the people that aren't there to support you and get your feelings and your, and your thoughts and your body back in your control. And that starts with that being in that space of silence and then learning how to, how, to, how to manipulate the system so that you can get yourself back in balance. I would love to help you. I know that your, your um, financial situation is tight, but um, the least I can do is give you a, you know, a, a system scan to kind of help you see what there is to focus on. But you know, if I could give you one thing, if I could give you one pill to take and it would stop some, something, I, I would ask you to stop worrying about what other people are doing or not doing and saying Start focusing on you. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. This has pushed me over the edge to realize mm, you got to take care of yourself because nobody's ever going to be there if they're not there now.
1: So I want to fix that statement, and I'm going to have, so I would love, I love that, I love the the, the, the source of what you're saying, but I'm going to fix that statement for you so that if you ever repeat it again, that you're going to repeat it in a more powerful way. And what I want you to fix is this. There may not be anybody there to take care of you now, but God will bring you a partner that will take care of you in a way that makes you feel powerful, loved, and appreciated. You never want to say, I'm never going to be taken care of because then you're going to be manifest destiny. That's what you're going to create. And is that the world you want to live in alone and with nobody and with nothing? Or would you love to be, you want to be in a world where you're joyous and abundant and prosperous in all areas of your life, including love and finance and happiness.
0: Amen to that.
1: So if that's what you want, your words have to reflect that when you, when, you, when you speak and when you're talking to yourself, when you're working with yourself, because you are reprogramming yourself now. That's the step. That's where you are. As of yesterday, you're reprogramming yourself to accept what you deserve. And what you deserve is to be treated better. What you deserve is to be supported better. You deserve better friends you deserve better love. You deserve better health. You deserve all that stuff. The first place that it's got to come from is you. you got to know that you deserve it. And then when you're sitting with God, and I was talking earlier about being in that space, really good question, isn't it interesting how the show kind of you know, went that way? Like, why do you sit in gratitude? Why, when you're sitting down and preparing for your day, are you asked to sit in gratitude? And in the question, it was three questions, uh, three statements, because whatever process, was looking at you, you know, one, two, three, I'm thankful for these three things. So why three things? And it's about being in a space in spirit with the divine in the ultimate love. It's like, what did she say yesterday? A love bubble, right? Like you're yeah. sitting in a vast ocean of love now. With the little, little unicorns swaying back and forth and little rainbows and little flowers dropping from the sky and little, little ukulele music playing in the background, you're just in this beautiful pool of love. And God's open heart, the energy is sitting there looking at you and he's saying, what can I do for you? And then that is when you start really mapping out for yourself what you're needed. And you have a lot of needs, I'm going to ask you a question. What do you need right now? I need peace. That's easy. That's so easy. That's easier than you think it is because peace comes from those moments of solitude. You can't look to me for peace. You can't look to your friend for peace. You have to look within for peace. So you have to shut all this stuff off. Stop watching the news. Okay, your friends will tell you when something's important happening. Um, sit in quiet, in quiet isolation. No music, no focus. Don't turn on a guided meditation. Don't focus on the candle. Don't focus on the the, the gold ray. Just sit quietly. Let your mind race. Let all the stuff. Let your mind. Let it happen. Just sit quietly. And after you've been there for 10, 15 minutes and it feels like it's a little calm, it's starting to calm down a little bit or you find yourself talking to yourself more than the thoughts are just moving around, then start to focus on the golden ray from the divine. Start to focus on it however you want to focus on it. A ray's coming down, it's a shower, the waterfall. However, whatever resonates with you, ground yourself to the earth so that you're nice and grounded. And sit in gratitude. Just sit in gratitude. Think of nothing. And if you can't say, I am thankful for this, I am thankful for that, I am thankful for these three things, just say, I am truly thankful. And say it over and over again. You will find that if you do that, you will start to cry because you're like, I am grateful. (sighs) I am thankful. I'm getting choked up right now. Just say, I am thankful. Then you're in that space. Just sit in that space. And you will find that you will be in no other peaceful, joyous space any other time. And now you're in that space, Lisa. Now what do you want? What do you need love. now? Love. Okay, you are you need love from whom?
0: Who do you know. need love
1: from? What type of love are you looking for?
0: I had... A fulfillment of love from her. I'm sorry. I had a fulfillment
1: of love for my little dog. Okay. So that's one of one of the reasons why I need I I recommend I I need you to 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 replace your um your your animal. So it's like we all it all manifests differently. Like my daughter gave me a what did she did? She went to Build A Bear and made me a a little bunny. Um, a while back, and I take that bunny anywhere everywhere, and it's kind of funny because I I have this bunny when I'm having a uh, a hard time. I I cuddle it. I'll sleep with it sometimes if I'm having a hard time because it means something to me, and, it, and it's supportive and it and it's 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 consoling and it's comforting. So if it helps you to have a beautiful, happy, joyous, warm, fuzzy thing to cuddle and to help you feel wonderful and joyous, and then you're giving some beautiful, wonderful, loving animal a home girl go get yourself another animal it's okay you want to connect to your, to your animal I understand that's on the veil and do that but your animal that's on the other veil is not going to be mad because you get another animal if anything you're, you wants you to get another animal it's okay if you need that if that's something that will help you but it's not going to solve your need, it's just going to pacify your need, right? So what kind of love are you looking for? What do you need? When you look in your heart, you're like, I need love. What is it that you're, what, you, what do you want? What do you desire? What is the love you're looking for?
0: Well, see, my son hooked up with a woman seven years ago, and I haven't seen him since, so I've lost the love of a child and grandchildren. Okay. That was is what I any... thought I'd through my life with. Was oh my child's grown. Oh grandchildren next. And that's been taken. So. Mhm.
1: Anything? Any? Anything else?
0: Well, my spouse is hopeless after 31 years. I know that. I threw that towel in. I just survive.
1: Hmm.
0: Anything else? I know I'm supposed to love myself, right?
1: I didn't say anything. I just asked if there was anything else.
0: <laughs> no. No.
1: It's interesting that's where you went, though, right? It's really well, hard, I and I understand. Love well, Nobody else You you yourself. It's, it's, it's hard when, you know, you, you feel you've lost your, your son, you feel you've lost, you know, the potential grandchildren, and you've lost um, the, 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 the relationship's not the same. With your, um, with, your, with your spouse, but, you know, the love of yourself, okay, how can I put this? Um, I have my process, and my process is this. So, yes, you're absolutely right. You have to love yourself. It's like I, I tell women when I'm coaching them, it's like, how can you find someone to, to truly love and appreciate you like you're a juicy steak or pudding and it's like smear you all over their body and just love you. If you don't love yourself that way, if you can't look in the mirror and go "Mm -mm -mm," somebody, how is somebody else going to be able to do that? If you have judgment about your body, how is your, how is somebody going to not look at you and have judgment? If you feel like you've got so many qualities that make you undesirable, how is somebody going to be desirable uh, in, in you? So the first thing you do, absolutely, you have to be able to love yourself. And uh, it, it's very possible that you're in this point so that you can develop a better relationship with yourself because the, the, the divine is here to tell you that you are loved. There is no deeper love in the universe than the love the divine has for you, unconditionally, whether you love him or not, whether you believe in him or not. And if you sat in that image that pool with the unicorns and the, and the little flowers dropping from the sky and the rainbows and the ukulele and the, and the warm water of, of Hawaii, and you're just there feeling the love, you're opening your heart up and filling your heart, your soul up with just pure love so that you don't need anybody's love. And you're going to ask anybody that has the perfect, the most wonderful relationship. Most people will tell you they didn't get that person until they stopped looking for them. You have to stop needing people's love. Then people will start lining up to love you. But when you start needing it and going after it, it's funny how it kind of repels people, and you find yourself in these awful relationships. So it's like you got to turn to yourself and start really opening up your heart chakra, opening up your soul, and allowing the divine, the Lord, God, Buddha, the goddess the universe, the great father, the great mother, what is your belief system? It matters not. But your heart needs to be filled and needs to understand and know that you are loved and that you have to love yourself. Don't look to other people for this fulfillment in love. Because the other side of it is I can't fulfill your love. I don't even know what your love need is because you don't know what your love need is. So I'm going to spend mm-hmm. my whole time with you trying to fulfill, and I'm never going to fulfill. And so our relationship's going to be that. So you need to know what your need is, and you need to feel just good. And I don't mean I'm this independent. I don't need nobody. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is love. You need to be able to survive knowing that without needing something or somebody to love or to love you. And it will come. It will come. Believe me, the door may open you may hear from your son. That's how the universe works. You have no idea what's going on with that. You don't know why it happened. You don't really have the true picture. You have skiddings of thoughts here and there. But the reality is that's what happens to a lot of people. They just won't talk about it. Those people, they grow up, they go on and they move on. And if you're lucky, you have a great relationship with them. Sometimes people don't. I would love to see you in a space where you fell in love with yourself. I would love to see that. And that's kind of, for me, where you would start. Start with finding your way to that beautiful pool in paradise, where you just sit there for 10, 15 minutes every day and just feel it and just know that God loves you because God does. Love is the answer. My husband has this funny thing he says. He points to the 60s, um, back when my parents were protesting and stuff. Back in the day, that was horrifying. Civil rights movement was really bad. After that kind of calmed down, we had the summer of love, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, peace and hippies. Love is the answer. We have to find our way back to it. We're not going to find our way back by looking for people to do what we want them to do because we have free will. We get to do what we want. So I don't have to love you. But God will always love you. No matter what you do, the murderous, heinous criminal sitting on death row, God loves him. No matter what you do, unconditionally, God loves you. He just asks you to sit with him and he'll tell you. And when you open up your soul, open up your heart and receive that love, you'll start to open up and warm your soul and become more... Powerful in your knowledge and understanding of that. And then you will begin to love yourself. And you won't need anybody's love anymore. And when you don't need anybody's love anymore, they'll start showing up. And then you get to pick and choose who you want in your parade. Does that make sense?
0: Amen. Thank you.
1: So, so take the time. Take the time to get in that space. And let's see how you do. I would appreciate it if you would drop me a line. I really am concerned. I want to make sure that you stay on this path. Um, If you really feel the need, um, reach out to a shelter. Find yourself a lovely little creature that needs a home and and welcome it into your home and love each other. Um, Because if that's what you need, that's a wonderful way. To, to subsidize the process and support the process because there's a lot of little animals out there that need homes. A lot of them. You guys, there's a, a lot of and they got a lot of love to give. There's there's very few things as powerful as the love of a little animal. They're just adorable and they're wonderful, and they just appreciate you no matter what they do, unless you have my cat who's just like is, is spoiled rotten. <laughs> 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 lovely, it's lovely to hear you laugh. And for those so, of you cats, who are just cats
0: have owners, cats have staff.
1: Oh my God, and, I am totally the chief. That my cat's chief, chief of staff. I am every <laughs> every week. I have to give a press conference. Thank you for coming, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Let me talk about the status of the cat. But you know, it, it's very different. You know, but at the end of the day, um, they always know when um, when when you're hurting. I'm going to tell you guys a story. And for those of you who are tuning in. You know, we are, we are we had a problem with our guests yesterday, we have a problem with our guests today and the story and the show goes the way it is. So I just opened up the collars and we're just having a conversation. I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, this is Angel at Spirit Talk Radio. I'm gonna tell you this story and it's a story of loss. Um, I, one of my brothers that passed away some years ago. Um, he was ill, so we were kind of expecting it, and so I had to take my mom through the process of this and I had a cat. We've found this cat. He was a he was a rescue, he was wandering the street we came in, we fed him, and he never left. Um, he was a good cat. He was a strong cat, really beefy cat. And um, we came home the night from the hospital, the night my brother died, and we sat on the couch. And this, the cat, he wasn't a very, like, loving cat. He was a very distant cat. But we sat on the couch, and my mother, and I had my mother in my arms, we fell asleep, and the cat climbed on top of us and sat in between us. And from that moment on, he was attached to my mother and that was like five years before my mother passed away. And that was her little buddy. And then my mom passed away. This cat was about three years old. Two weeks later, he got mysteriously ill and he died. Oh, and I feel like he came here for my mom. And that was the only reason he was here. We love that cat. And so we went out and we got another cat and we compare my cat to to this to this other cat because you know that's what you do. How come you're not like that one? But at the end of the day, that wasn't my cat. That was my mother's cat. And he did what he needed to do, and he dipped out like a little angel. Animals are precious, and they serve a purpose. They comfort. They they partner. They're just beautiful little things that are that are put on the earth that we're. we're we are the stewards of these, these creatures, and if it comforts you, girl, go get one and, and love it, let it let it love you, let it support you, but don't let it take the place of what you need to do.
0: I have to tell sense? you, I, I, have some, I have three strays that I'm feeding right now trying to find homes for, and one of them showed up in the yard at the end of um, everything that was happening last week, and I had set up a altar and everything in the yard and she just instead of skedaddling when she saw us like she always does she just slowly walked by and just sat down like in reverence and she stayed see that and i waited until it was time that we had to put the cover on this casket and i said sweetheart you have to come out front because if you see what i'm about to do you'll never come back
1: so it was just you know pay attention Beautiful. to that maybe that maybe the kitty is there for another reason so is that is that little cat still around?
0: oh they come eat every night I can't have them because I'm extremely allergic I'm trying to find them
1: oh uh, so so the cats you're you can't do the cats their hair is so out of control yeah uh, do you feel any better my dear
0: I feel much better thank you this this is God's intervention because I don't sleep at night I lay there and pray all night and I just can't believe that you've talked to me two days in a row, and I've been begging for God to send me help. And I'm thinking, how can you send you help in a pandemic? Nobody, you can't go anywhere to find someone to talk to. And here you're And on here
1: you phone. are. And here you are.
0: You're my miracle, so thank you, and God bless
1: you. Oh, it's my, it's my pleasure. You know, a couple of things, it's like that story. Remember the story? Many of us have heard it. Guy is drowning in the water, and he's praised for God to help him. A uh, boat comes, and he says, no, 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 I'm waiting for God. <laughs> helicopter yeah, comes, says, no, no, no. He dies. He goes to heaven. God, why didn't you help me? He says, I don't know what you want. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. Sometimes <laughs> we don't see what God is giving us. We're too busy judging the, the, the pain that we're in, that we don't see the miracle of of what we've got, you know, going on. And, and, and the prayer, I have this to say about prayer, you know, Prayer should be simple. We, we, make, a, we make everything complicated. Um, and if you are having a hard time sleeping, instead of focusing on making the, the, the prayer so intentful, just sit in that quiet space and let your mind release then once you feel your mind has released all its garbage, because there's a lot in there, our minds, if you just sat there for a moment like, oh, my God, did I turn the iron on and, oh, my God, what do I got to do? Did I put the kettle up for the cat? Did I cover the thing? Your mind's going to go on and on and on and on and on and on. And on. And then after you calm down, then go into whatever it is that you want to say to God. Be in gratitude and say whatever you need to say that, to, to be close to God. If you're a Bible reader, you can read the Bible, that's fine, that's cool. If you want to talk directly and just speak, because that's what you have access to. Whatever you need to do. And you'll be okay. Before we call the today, does anybody else have anything that they want to say? That's on the phone right now.
2: I'll just say thank for the conversation, it's great. <laughs> we have to be reminded we have to be reminded be reminded of what our Humanity is actually sometimes because we oh, forget man. With all the chaos that's going on.
1: Oh, man, that was awesome. Well said. You always have such yeah. really cool things to say. I love it.
2: You're welcome. I was... always love your conversation.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. And, Lisa, you know how to get in touch with me if you need anything. I I, want, I wish you well. I send you prayers. And I want you to know that you are loved. L-O-V-E is the, is the solution. You no, know, peace and love is out there. We just, gotta, we just gotta focus on that, not focus on the other stuff. So I thank you guys for calling. And again, the same with yesterday. I don't know what happened to our guests this weekend. Um, maybe that's what this weekend was supposed to be about. I'm, I'm happy to, to be of service, but you can go to my website, um, or rather the New Age Guild's website, newageguild.com. And if you haven't already, join the mailing list there. You'll see a little link there. Go to the mailing list. We are offering free reading a free email reading for people who join the mailing list and, and you'll get the opportunity to engage with one of our marvelous and amazing uh, petitioners that will give you a free one question reading um, as a thank you for joining the mailing list. And I want to give you that opportunity since you weren't able to connect with Kelly. And as soon as we can find out what happened to Kelly, we'll get her back on, on and, and in, um, in the future so that she can give, her, um, her inspirational uh, message and then engage with you guys uh, about astrology because I'm not an astrologer but I hope you guys have a fantastic day it was a lot of fun thank you for the callers thank you for the listeners thank you for everything God bless be safe and I'll see you guys all on the other side ciao ciao blessings, blessings.